0: Nice gang. All righty, folks, we are doing it. We are keeping the grind alive. Episode three, Potter Fodder. Here we go. I am currently on the absolute grind right now. Corporate grind, but I, I'm keeping it going. I can't quit now. Cannot quit. We got to keep the steam the steam is in the engine The steam is in the engine, we gotta let it out So it's stream of consciousness I'm really much in the mind The mindset of uh, You know like when you were Maybe maybe cramming for a test or something like that And uh Maybe, maybe you were doing it with a bunch of people you were, You're all studying together You hit this bewitching hour where everything that somebody says Is absolutely ridiculous So that's exactly where I'm at Except I'm just by myself So uh we're going to do it. We're just going to get right into it. We're just going to lift off. Oh, boy. I'm about to do this entire podcast in falsetto. What? Lift off. Strong start. Strong start. Oh, man. All right. I think I just turned. I just I just up my own energy right there with that. Uh, the one thing I did start, uh, I started thinking about, I was, you know, trying to structure this thing a little bit more instead of this incoherent rambling which is not going to take place right now. Uh, one, I wanted to have a more structured type of interview, uh, but obviously I'm doing this one alone. So, uh, so yeah, this one's going to be a ramble, ramble again. But I did think of a, a couple things. If one, I want to start these podcasts off with with a nice story, nice story. You want because I I'm the nicest guy, you know. I've been saying it for three episodes now. I stand by it, you know. Uh, and if, you know what? You got to talk the talk and walk the walk, you know, but especially talk the talk when it comes to being the nice guy. Um, I'm really kind of sick of everybody's attitude when it comes to, you know, you know, all all the traditional, the traditional thought is, you know, character is, character is what you do when nobody is looking. And I'm like, no, it isn't. No, it isn't. Because how do you know you weren't looking? That's like, that's like saying uh Game of Thrones is the best show of all time uh but just only when your eyes are shut. Get out of here with that garbage. I need you you should be in people's faces. We got to start making this a thing. Like get in people's face when you do nice stuff. The only reason people say stuff like that and they they get all upset with you when you say uh, I, I did something nice and they're like, oh, you, should, you shouldn't you should do something nice and then brag about it. That's just because they're feeling uncomfortable because they haven't done something nice in a little while. Maybe if they did some nice stuff, they, they'd have a rebuttal or something or they'll be on the same wavelength as you. This is the nice game. It's not a joke. It's not a joke anymore, people. I'm serious. So we're starting something off with a nice story. One, this nice story begins with a little bit of fortune. I woke up this morning get in my car. I, crack of dawn, trying to get to work a little early, you know, because I'm on that grind. I'm on that grind. And I looked in my uh, my little center console thing there, and I totally forgot like months and months ago, I left a lottery ticket in there. It was a $10 lottery winner. I was like, hell yeah. It's like finding money in your pocket. So I cashed that on the way to work when I went to go get gas. Really weird handling cash, by the way. I don't know how I feel about that just yet. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely lax about the whole Corona thing now, I'm definitely starting to feel a little bit better, I'm going to Colorado tomorrow, we're taking the flight, I'm comfortable with it, I don't know how I feel about handling cash, I was never a germaphobe, I never cared about cash, you start caring about cash, I think we're gonna see a lot more digital transactions, folks, ride that PayPal stock, ride that PayPal stock. But uh, but yeah, so I find I find the lottery ticket, I get the cash, you know, I, I go in the office, take a little breather, I walk to the Starbucks right down the road, get myself a coffee, And when I'm about to get into the store, there's this guy who, who yells at me. I had my headphones in. So he yelled a little bit. Um, I take the headphones on. I'm like, yeah, man, what can I get for you? And he goes, he goes, Hey, do you have a spare mask? I I forgot. I forgot my mask. Mind you, this guy, he definitely English was definitely a second language. He's about, you know, 50 years old, portly gentleman, very friendly, but definitely foreign. And I, uh, I go, you know what? No, I don't. But let me, let me figure this out for you. So I put my mask on. I go into the Starbucks. I ask Starbucks if they have any more disposable masks. They give one to me. I go out. I give it to the guy. He's happy. He walks off. So boom. Nice story. Also, just want just to call this out. I didn't order, wait for my order, then go out and give that mask to the guy. That was my top priority. So for all you people that would have gone through and done your order, just know I'm one step. I'm, I'm that plus one. I go, I make it a priority to give that guy his mask. So he walks off. Now I walk in, I get my coffee, turn around. I start walking back down the street. So in the time that it took for me to get my coffee, walk out the door, or get order my coffee, pay for my coffee, get it, walk out the door, go around the corner. Uh, I catch up to this guy in about 40 seconds this guy was a very very slow walker nice guy foreign guy nice guy slow walker and when he asked for this i really thought it was going to be a little bit more urgent because he seemed like he wanted to go into a store he was planning ahead like he might still be walking this was about 11 hours ago and i think he still might be walking down that street because whoa that gate was slow but uh but regardless i get the guy the mask the story doesn't end there folks so now I got change, never have change on me, right? I go and I'm walking and right on the corner of where Catholic Health is on Genesee and, uh, and Oak, there's always the same guy every single day. He's got a sign up, he's always asking for money. Um, you know, he's not in your face about it. Not in your face about it, he just kind of goes about his business. He just, as the light turns, he rotates to the corner, he shows the cars, some people give money, some people don't, and that's his life. That's how he does it. Um, but he's been doing that for as long as I can remember every single day. If you, if you go to that area, he will be there like clockwork, even on the weekends. He doesn't take a day off. And, uh, and I had some change on, on me. Right. So I'm walking and he's actually leaving that corner. He's, he's starting to walk towards me. Right. And I stopped him and I just, I, you know, I gave him like, it was like three bucks or something like that. And I go, Hey man, uh, I pass by you like every single day. I never give you money, but I just never have cash on me. And he goes around and hits me with the, oh, man, don't worry about it. Neither do I. And that cracked me up. I was like, what a great response. Hey, man, sorry. You know, I, I just typically don't have cash on me. He goes, neither do I. And happy as can be in just strolls off. I was like, I want to give that guy money every single day now. Ah. <sighs> So yeah, that's like a, I don't know how many nice things I did today, but just know it's definitely probably more than you and I'm in your face about it. So step up and do something nice for somebody. Jesus, you know, you know who, Oh, you know who is the, who is the absolute goat of niceness is, is Keanu. He's like the secret most nice guy ever. And you know what? I, I like everything about it except for the secret part because everybody so he's secret about it but the stories always get out so is he being secret about it now I think I respect it now I think I just talk myself into it maybe this is like a chess versus checkers type of thing I think Keanu's always one step ahead and this is why he's the GOAT I mean he always does this nice stuff he never says it's gonna happen but he also has to know deep down it's getting out. So I'm on to you, Keanu. I, I I recognize you're the goat, but I'm coming for you. You know I oh, this is yeah. I remember this story. He went he went to like a movie a movie premiere. I forget what article this was. In. I don't even know if there's a reputable source, but the story's out there. You can you can Google it. But um, he goes to the movies, and there's there's this the the guy in the box office probably like a 16 year old kid. He uh. He's bored as hell. Keanu walks up. He's he's looking like a biker or something like that. He rides bikes and stuff like that because he's a badass. Um, And uh, he walks up to the counter. The the kid freaks out. Kid actually tried to give him the employee discount. Keanu does the, but I don't work here. And then Keanu obviously pays full price. He's not going to take the employee discount from the kid. And the kid, you know, the kid tried, so I give it to him. But uh, the kid. Just kind of was shell-shocked, couldn't even speak to him. And so like a minute later, he hears a knock on his glass, thinking like his manager or something like that is going to be like, dude, did you charge Keanu to go into this movie? No, it was actually Keanu. And what he did was go to the concession stand. He bought an ice cream, comes back, signs the receipt. He's like, I realize that you probably wanted my, my autograph, so here you go. So one, Keanu... I love the move that you assume somebody wants your autograph because it's true. That's just awareness. That's not cockiness. That's awareness. And then he goes out of his way to do it even though the kid never asked for it. And the kid was like, hey, yeah, oh, yeah. He bought an ice cream cone. He bought an ice cream cone. He gives the kid the receipt, signed receipt, turns around, chucks the ice cream into the, into the garbage, walks right in. Chess. Checkers. That guy is one step ahead. You know why? Because we know about it. Oh, what what a king. I'm all I gotta say is we should all strive to be a little bit more like Keanu, but a little bit more in your face. A little bit more in your face. I think you can stop getting in people's face about being so nice once you hit that level. That's what I want to get at. I want to get at that level. Level where I can do nice shit, and then people tell the world that I've been doing all this nice shit instead of me just telling you guys. Am I gonna stop telling people? No, I just want to get to the point where I don't have to. That's what I'm trying to say. But I don't know, man. I'm just rambling right here. You know, I so you know, throughout the week, I, I really wanted to get somebody on here, but because I'm leaving for Colorado straight mountain man look right now by the way guys i haven't i don't know the last time i shaved my beard it has been a long time still been going to the office though looking very unkempt i definitely don't know the last time i cut my hair i got the man bun so i'm going straight mountain man in the Rockies for the entire weekend. I am turning the phone off. That's why I'm doing the podcast now because I'm going to edit this on the plane. I'm going to do this. I'm going to get it out and then I'm going to put it away because I got some interview scheduled for next week and we're hitting the ground running again. We are hitting the ground running again. Lift off! But yeah, so I I made some notes. Um, One thing I saw was somebody... During all this craziness that's been going on, I see an article that somebody stole a turtle from the Buffalo Zoo. Somebody looted the zoo for a turtle. Well, I should say this. We assume somebody stole this turtle. There is potential that this turtle grew very large and learned karate and is now, you know, saving the city living in the sewers. I'm going to wait to pass judgment on that, but. Right now, it's assumed that the red turtle, so we'll go with Raphael, was stolen. And one, this, I'll tell you why this wasn't me off the bat. The proximity to the snakes, I'm assuming in that zoo, way too close. Worst fear ever. I'm never going in, I'm never even going in, I'm never even going near enough the reptile exhibits so that I can smell them. If I can start smelling reptile, I'm leaving the entire zoo. So active, active avoidance there. So somebody obviously was comfortable enough with the layout of this to get around all them snakes to get to the turtle. I'm assuming there's some sort of snake maze like like Mission Impossible with the lasers. I'm assuming that he's like ducking and, and jiving through snakes and stuff to get to the turtle. Um, almost like Indiana Jones too. And he gets this turtle... he takes it and I'm thinking why the turtle of all the animals that you could take out of that place now granted I don't know I haven't been to the buffalo zoo in a long time which is a tragedy because I live so close to it Um, and the zoo is sweet zoos are awesome you know you get a little bit of that weirdness because you're like ah, it's animals in cages but at the same time it really gets offset by how sweet it is seeing the animals so I really don't know which side of the coin I am on here because I want to be like one of those those advocates where like, they should be roaming free. But I also want to see them, you know? Um, but if I'm in there, I'm not taking a turtle. Turtles are cool and all, but you can only do so much. Um, I'm not taking... The, the common answer is you got to get a monkey. They're so cool. They're so smart. I don't think you can take the monkey because the monkey is a little too smart. So it's going to be really cool to start, but... At over time, that thing is going to be so annoying. One, for some reason, everybody that owns monkeys, like, you got to put diapers on them. So they can't be that smart because they'd be pissing all over your house and, and stuff like that. And, and also, those spider monkeys, they pee on their hands and they also have chlamydia. So they can transfer, you know, monkey STDs to you and you get that monkey clap. And, you know, you got to be wary of that, too. So I'm out on the primates. It. it Unless I could rent them. If I could rent them for, like, a couple days and then bring them back, I think I would have done the monkey. But we're assuming that this guy's not returning the turtle, so that's out. Um, I don't think they have, like, they can't have elephants. It's not big enough for the elephants. But do they have a panda? No, pandas. You know what? Let me look this up real quick. What animals are in the Buffalo Zoo that I would take? Oh baby, all right. I so I you know I this just came up right the red panda. I am taking the red panda. They have they have these cool foxes too, which I think would be pretty sweet. But the red panda, it's like, it's like a you got to look it up. It's smaller than like a regular panda. It does. It's not the same colors. It almost looks like a like a fox and a panda put together actually. But they're chillers, and they would just kind of chill around with you, no problem. I think they can hang on stuff too, which is pretty cool. And then you know, if somebody ever came into your house, it'd be tough, tough business if they saw just you know, kind of like a odd shape protector panda right in your doorway. You're not, you're not getting into that. I don't know. So I'm red. I'm I'm voting red panda on that on that guy. But you know, here's the thing though: just don't. Don't take the turtle. You know, I don't know how long it takes zoos to procure animals. I did see Tiger King, but I don't know if that's a true representation of, you know, the animal industry. Um, but I'd be so pissed if I owned that zoo and somebody stole my turtle. Because it was like a special turtle, too. A red turtle is not like a regular turtle. It's like a. It's actually not a turtle, it's a tortoise, it's a terrapin. So it's not even taking a turtle. We're talking Terrapin here. It's just like, oh my God, I feel so bad for him. So I don't know, maybe we'll start like a GoFundMe and get the turtle back or something, raise turtle awareness, but we got to get that turtle back, that's for sure. Animals, man, animals. I wish there was like a, it'd be sweet if there was like a little, maybe like a mini Jurassic Park that you could go to and just see some mini dinos. I know you can see the bones in the museum and whatnot, but I'm trying to see them real dinos. You know, ever since The Land Before Time, you know that's still the movie to me. It's oh, it's better than Jurassic Park. The Land Before Time stood the test of time. You know, I also, I, I also love the characters in The Land Before Time are hilariously named to me. You got main character Littlefoot, then you got Stegosaurus Spike, you got the the mini pterodactyl Bat Petrie, you got Ducky, who. I'm not even sure what that one is. And then they named the Triceratops Sarah. And I, I definitely think it's a play on Triceratops, but you got Ducky, Spike, Littlefoot, Petrie, and they're like, you know what? Sarah. <laughs> so so I like, what? what? It'd be like the name in the last character, just like Greg. Just like wow, I don't know how I wonder I I gotta get a Sarah on the podcast and see how they feel about that because I um I'd be a little offended, I think, if uh if uh if that was them. But I don't know, man. I don't know. Back when uh Land before time, back when I when I had the goggles, when I was growing up, man, I uh here's a, a little story about my childhood. I uh I was pumping gas with my mom this is before you had to prepay back when everything was cash everybody's hands was dirty and uh and I asked her I I think I was like five years old I I don't even think I was in school yet if I was in school it was like kindergarten and I um I was pumping gas I asked her if I could pump gas she goes yeah no problem so she's right there with me you know obviously because she's not gonna let some six-year-old go rogue pumping gas my mom's my mom's a good mom she's a good mom and uh (laughs) So I'm pumping the gas and it was, it was done. Right. And then she goes, okay, you can take it out now. And when I went to take it out because it wasn't prepay, you know, it would just, it would just go, you squeeze the handle, it goes. And I pulled it out by the handle. And when I pulled it out by the handle, the gas shot on the car, it ricocheted and got into my eyes, just a ton of gas directly into my eyeballs. And I start screaming, yelling, screaming, yelling. My mom picks me up, runs into the convenience store. The people in the convenience store must have been like, "Where? What the hell is going on?" I just—I remember they like took me into either it was like the employee bathroom or, or maybe like the sinks where they do dishes and stuff like that. And they were like washing my eyes. I remember like they're dabbing my eyes, and and I can see the gas, you know, getting soaked up by all these paper towels. But yeah, I I, I, I had to get glasses because of that. My mom says I didn't, but I know that's the reason why and. Um, yeah, my vision started going a little bit And I think <clears throat> I. You know what? I even started developing a little bit Of a lazy eye So I had to get I had to get glasses So my, my eyes wouldn't kind of like drift off You know? And You know Well, you know what? Lazy eye So I had a lazy eye But it didn't It didn't stay la- Lazy is tough Because that's like a virus Like when people are lazy I think there, there's really no cure for it I mean they might get inspired for a little bit but ultimately they'll always revert back to being lazy my eyes got better over time so it was more like a unemployed like I had an unemployed eye where you know I just needed a little bit of help I needed that boost to kind of get me out of that hole and then and then the eyes got better and and now they they were better forever and then about a year ago now I need glasses again I think what happened was, I got my eyes got a job started started working just doing work you know unfortunately that works directly in front of a computer now they're just on the corporate grind you know putting in the hours right in front of a screen and now they're tired so my eyes were unemployed then they were gainfully employed straight working and now the corporate grind is starting to ruin them and it's just sad man it's sad you know You know what? Maybe maybe these mountains will bring me back. I gotta stop wearing the glasses as much. I gotta figure this out. You know, they just need a little bit of rest and they'll come back. I know it. They've come back before. I have faith. You know, I just got to keep up this niceness, and uh, and you know, that's just that I'm gonna I'm gonna start seeing straight again. This this be good stuff. So, I don't know, man. What else we got? Weird weird body thing right there. Oh, dude, I was listening to a podcast. The somebody was I forget who this was I think it was I think it was Brendan Schaub I forget um but they were talking about Bruce Lee talk talk about weird body stuff so one of the theories about Bruce Lee's death is he didn't he didn't like how much he like he sweat because he trained so hard so they were saying that he got his sweat glands removed from under his armpits and when he died They said a part of what contributed to it was his body was just overheating like crazy because he got rid of sweat glands. I was like, what? I mean, that's just next level. That's next level, you know, I guess, passion, I guess. He's like, the sweat makes me look weird, and I can't look weird because I look so good. Otherwise, I got to take the sweat glands out. Next thing you know, he's dead. So definitely leave those in, guys you know I know some people don't like how much they sweat but it ain't worth it it ain't worth it dude I'm sweating up in here this my house is a million degrees I gotta start cranking these window units especially when I start cooking oh dude when I start cooking it is so hot it's like I started a bonfire in every room it's not even like I started a bonfire in one room and the rest of the rooms got hot it's every single room I need to get some of those stand-up units and I've been in this house for three years. Like, what am I doing? Get it together. And I was cooking, I was cooking, I was baking chicken the other day because I, I cook plain. I cook so plain. Not not to be healthy, but just to, uh, you know, just because it's easy. So I was baking like an entire thing of chicken and it's in the oven. And uh, I lost track of time because I was researching a new printer that I wanted to buy. And that printer... Dude, they have these printers out right now that will... They sense how many times you print with them and they automatically reorder ink. And that is like one of the most ridiculous ways to burn your chicken because I'm looking for a printer that'll reorder itself its own ink. I need... And I burned my oven because my oven wouldn't cook its chicken for me. It's like when... When will I take responsibility for my own actions and just stop relying on this technology? I have no idea, man. <laughs> I burned a chicken cuz my oven won't cook it for me, and I ain't printing because my printer won't order its own ink for it. I just need some smart people to come up with all the things that I'm bad at so I can not t- so I can pass the accountability over to somebody else. I got too many things I got to worry about. I can't be worried about chicken and ink. Oh, god. I don't know guys. It's late. I got zero sleep. I gotta get into work extra early, but I'm 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 committed to getting at least something out for you guys. I appreciate you sticking with me. The steam is still in the engine. Who knows? I might maybe I'll even do a little bit of a, a mountain podcast. Oh my god, like ten thousand feet up with the beard and the and the ponytail. I'm And I'm rocking a ponytail the entire weekend, by the way Why? Because I did it on purpose I'm not cutting my hair or my beard until after the mountains I gotta go to the mountains as a mountain man And then when I come out of the mountains Then I can clean myself up You know, straight Robin Williams from Jumanji As soon as I leave the jungle, that's when I can trim up But until then, I gotta live the role I gotta play the part And it's not an accident I'm doing it on purpose, so it's okay You know, I'm not, I'm not one of these dirty people that just lets it go I'm doing it for a reason and the reason is, I'm trying to I'm trying to be one with the elements. I'm trying to be one with the people of Breckenridge, and and of Denver. And I'm trying to be that real mountain man. So, um, you know, that's that's just how I'm doing it. But I don't know, guys. I I rambled enough here. I I love you all. Thank you for tuning into episode three. I know it's a short one. I got to get something out there though. Something to. Uh, Something to wet the beaks of the listeners, so uh, appreciate it, and we'll uh, we'll be coming back soon. I, like I said, I got two two more interviews lined up for the week after I get back, so hopefully we're getting a little bit more cadence with, with some guests, um, and if not, then it's just going to be this, but I'm not stopping. There's, there's going to be one every week. I'm speaking it into existence. So love you. Have the good rest of your week. I'll see you when I'm back from the mountains. Peace.